All right, everybody, welcome back to During Business Hours. I'm Chris. I'm Eric. And this is your show. Talking about a little bit of everything today. Gavin Newsom is raising the minimum wage again. That's because they were set until it's 20 bucks, I thought. Is he going higher Let's now? fight for 15 and now it's... Because it's already 15 I thought it was going yeah, higher. They're setting it to $18. By 2024. How is that possible? Because from the previous one, it's up to 1550 by 2023. Yeah. So do you, would you feel diminished as a person making $19 an hour if minimum was raised to 18? Um, I mean, when minimum wage goes up, you're supposed, supposed to increase everyone's wages or else it's technically a loss in wage. Yeah, that's the problem, though, because say business does not increase. Mm-hmm. The cost of goods increases, but business does not increase. From the the transparency side we have in some of the stores, would you say that I would have the ability to increase your wages? Maybe the ability, but then it's going to start killing the business. It would make a net negative on the business. Mm -hmm. So would it be a probability that I would increase wages? I don't think you're going (laughs) to. Yeah, I don't don't think I would. The the only reason, and I'll, I'll admit, I did not want to raise wages from 12 bucks an hour to 15 when it happened anyway. Mm-hmm. I was still paying people 12 when it was 12 and then up into 12.50 when it was 12.50. I don't think that you come into a job with no experience and get paid more than somebody with experience ever. That's just, you start from the bottom. And my mentality is you start from the bottom, you show your worth mm-hmm. everywhere unless you have experience. If you've paid for that in experience and, and blood, sweat and tears somewhere else, that's your resume. And if you don't have that resume, then it's not your, your value isn't there yet. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So if you had that value, you get paid more. It's not, doesn't determine your overall value for the company, but you can determine your own value by what you put in. So a lot of people tend to say, well, shit, I'm not being treated right by my employer. He's not paying me enough. Mm-hmm. Federal minimum wage is seven twenty five because a lot of states, a lot of states are a lot poorer than California. Not even just it's not poor. California is not rich. We are highly in debt. The cost of living is higher here, which is why they should do, not, do a living doesn't make wage. It rich, it's hard to live here. But even minimum wage is higher in LA than it is in Sacramento. It's more right. expensive. So they have a, a a minimum requirement for LA County and like Orange County. Mm-hmm. But that's not a minimum wage. It's hey, you need to make this. But most of those servers still make seven twenty five plus tips. That's server salary. That's a whole other thing to get into. But that's what we're into. I, this strikes me in the worst way, and I think it's fucking pathetic because they're just all they're doing is saying, hey, you deserve more. You need to you need to be able to pay to meet the needs of what they're setting. The government is helping to facilitate with higher taxes on incoming goods. To send a truck over here from any any other state, there's an extra 12%. Then they're doing searches. Then they're doing time. It ups the cost to do business in California. If I lived outside of California, I would not sell anything to California. Because of the taxes. Just the taxes alone. The highest taxed fucking state, in my opinion, across the board. It's not just like income tax. It's 
you got sales tax, then you got taxes on uh, goods, you got taxes on certain goods higher than others, you got taxes on bringing goods in, you got taxes on shipping, then you got taxes on products in different ways, and if this product has a certain chemical, there's a tax on that chemical. Dude. It adds up quick. It's tens of billions of dollars a year. And you're telling me that everyone should focus on the minimum wage person with zero experience. Needs to take out the gate. That's just, they've identified that that should be what minimum wage is. It's not that they're getting paid more. They're getting paid to match inflation and how things have moved up in the world. But why are they doing that when they could combat the inflation that they're creating? Because you can't combat inflation. Even in a year where you're like not trying to do anything, you still want a 4 or 5% growth. Inflation is healthy. Hyperinflation and deflation are when you start getting weird market shit. It's supposed to be like 2 to 3%. But, but I mean, yeah. there's, a, there's a range of inflation where it's good you want everything to go up you want everything to grow i'm glad i'm leaving because this shit would put businesses like ours out of business i used to be able and i was talking to a customer last night i I, everything above board six employees making 40 grand a month six employees Everyone made 12 bucks an hour and it was, they raised taxes, they raised payroll taxes, they raised uh, cost of living exponentially. It's, it was like from 2015, 2016 to 2017, it doubled and nobody saw it. It just happened. Milk doubled in price, fucking cheese, dairy, uh, bread, all of this shit doubled overnight in California mm-hmm. and nobody bitched about it until the following year which was 2018, 2019. Because you don't even realize those things until you were like, where's all my money? Mass, and then you yeah. got to look back and get to it. For, when did when did McDonald's sandwiches start at five five eighty for on their own? I got a filet of fish today. It was five seventy nine. They were to fucking like $2. a dollars, a buck forty, yeah. two bucks. You know, whatever. It's it's crazy because it's it's not something you notice immediately. Mm-hmm. They don't have to announce certain things, and the government does this thing where they're like. Well, somebody will catch on and then we'll talk about it. And, you know, we'll slip it in with it's, another bill. You don't and- notice it until it hits you at one point. My freaking, my, my weekly bonus cash, go buy something is gone. And it's because I got three sandwiches this week and they're all double, twice as expensive as they used to be. You know, it's so dumb that it's, it, it comes to a head when they start making announcements like this, like it's for your better betterment. But we know that the media lies to you. We know that these people are doing this shit, but nobody wants to get together and create a uh, a counter to the measure they've put in place and say, hey, you know what? We're not accepting this because so many people look at the media like it's fact that you are a fucking lizard person. If you say, hey, $18 an hour for minimum wage isn't good. There's people even at minimum wage of $12 that are paid $18 an hour because it's fair for what they work. But now it's like a participation trophy just for working doesn't matter what you're doing, how good you're at it, how much time you put into it. You deserve just for being. But not everybody's leeching the system, which is where most people have the problems with. The people who absolutely do hardly anything. It's not about doing anything. It's starting. You could work 40 hours a week starting. Zero experience. You're still worth minimum wage. 40 hours a week. Mm Mm-hmm. But the, the things in place we have are the 30, 60, 90. 
you will get the majority of your raises in the first three months because you'll pick it up fast and I'll know where your rate's at. So somebody will go like, Chris, no raises, no no benefits. He backslid out of the position, you know? Exactly. But like, you know that because of the work that they output. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Who is a good tech as a reference? Yeah, I don't think we had any good. But it's, if you don't count techs, like people who got all, I got all my raises. Yeah. I did good work. I grew into a position that didn't exist. You accelerated those positions, mm-hmm. created a position of your own. Jen, right? Jen so, also did very well. Very well. Got all the raises. Could have asked for the world when leaving because she found another position. That was you offered Jen a lot of money to yeah. not leave. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Point, don't leave. Doing so well. But that's when everything was like 100% good team, good gears. The point being, it's hard to get those people because they are rare. Mm-hmm. But that's something for a normal Joe to strive to be. You know what I mean? They mm. need to see those people that are like, well, you know, I'm making $27 an hour. Okay, how can I get there? Oh, you know, you could wait three years for them to up the minimum wage. Yeah, I'll do that. By the way, they do a buck a year. You're going to have to wait a long time to get to 27. If you do a buck a year, how in the last five years has it gone up $7? Because they look at the, the freaking... 11 in 2016. 2017 is when it went up to 12. Because currently it's going to cap out at... 1550 in 2023 and now they're doing the 2024 new vote which will be another dollar ish per year until it hits 18 but my point is they're just going to keep upping it unless they get the fucking, they're always going to up it that's my point though at what point because there's always a reset right? if companies start Things actually can't. paying people and don't just park them at minimum wage forever then we but wouldn't that's have not to what have they're this. doing that is not what they're doing they're paying people now because they literally the have moment, to overpay people to get them to work because well, the labor shortage caused by COVID. Pandemic, yeah. But the other problem is, on the other side of this, companies making $5 million a year, 10 people, right? So each person has a value. Ten, uh, $5 million a year profit. Mm-hmm. 10 people, 40 hours a week. What would you expect those people to make as a salary? I mean, it depends on what they're doing. You're not going to pay a janitor, you know, a huge amount of money, but if you lead sales guy, what you do, what I do, 10 people, $5 million dollars profit, a profit year? a year. It better be a couple hundred thousand if they're pulling all those numbers. Why? If they're doing that much money, they're bringing you that much stuff. You want to retain them and you want to keep that, that growth, keep that strength. You would have to pay them accordingly. You keep someone at 60 K a year and they're making you, you know, they're a part of the cog that makes you 5 million. They're going to feel cheated cited at some point so i would say the mindset shouldn't be on the number it should be on the value right Mm -hmm. so if they're making somebody say five million a year Mm -hmm. and so their value is half half a million dollars in profit right so 10 people that's half a million dollars per person Mm -hmm. so each person is assuming they all do an equal split just exactly well just the ease of the math yeah $500,000 a person in profit. What do you think they should take home? Because if they're doing that, they should get a cut of that. Like what is the, exactly? it's hard to say. So if say a couple hundred thousand, you're taking 40%. That's 40% profit. 
per person. A couple hundred thousand being one to 200,000. I'm not talking like they need 400. 200,000 is 40%. That's 40% of the gross or the the net pay that the business takes. If they weren't there, then you're not making that million each, you know? So you could do a partnership. That's fair. But then you can't do that for big companies, especially you know, tw- over 26 employees, You can't cut so many people in on the pie or everyone's getting a half percent on whatever. And then one problem, the whole pie crumbles. Mm-hmm. So the way to evaluate people is to start them at a baseline. That's why the math is there. That's why it's worked for so long is everyone gets a baseline. That's why people go to school so they can skip the fucking baseline. They say, hey, I've got a degree. I've got four years equity into this. Even still with a degree, you're still, they have work. like a, they have a, a range they'll typically still pay you. It doesn't matter. But that range much. is higher than minimum. It's yes. always higher. The problem being that if they keep raising this minimum, it's already surpassed what a college graduate with an AA in economics gets in any other state. And then they should be paying their graduates more. That's not the case because the income isn't more. So say, same mentality, a million dollars. Now, a million dollars across 10 people is $100,000 profit per person, 40 hours a week. What is the salary? I see the states similar like that where they don't have as much income Mm -hmm. because there's not as much population. Then you've hired too many people if you're having to cut it that thin. Five people. You're still doing 200,000 a person. What should the rate be? It should be based on the work they put in but the dollar is different, so the income's different. If they matched it, they'd take a loss, sure. Said 200000 a person, 40% of the value, or you're doing, the income is two to one on your base salary. So you're bringing in three times what I'm paying you, that's great, as long as you can make that. I'll constantly make money as a business owner. I'd see you bring me $10,000 a payroll cycle, boom. You make me 10 grand profit, great. But that's not realistic in most cases, especially in California, where like the margins are much smaller for small business. Mm-hmm. In other states, a small business like mine would make three times as much because one, it's valued. Two, it's not taxed to hell. And three, there's not as much red tape to doing business. So I don't have to hold my horses or buy from certain people or recycle in certain ways or pay these certain fines for certain things that you have to do. The idea is it should be a baseline everywhere. And that was schooling for a long time. Because even if somebody was fresh, no school, you knew that you were going to make minimum wage. Okay, I'll start somewhere and I'll build it up. That was the grind. And that worked. That built America. America is built on the minimum wage. The idea used to make so much more money and pay people so much more. But that was the start. You never saw minimum wage as a forever thing. So when did it become the idea that these people are stuck at minimum wage forever? These companies that don't pay people working at Fry's, they dropped me from $25 an hour back to minimum wage. And I had to do three times the work. Like, yes, I got commissions. I got bitching time off and vacation and PTO, but... They, they just also dropped hired down. on what three times the amount of people they they, they cut it they yeah. cut they cut people the whole time I've been there you know we get our big seasonal hires to replenish the people that left through in the year but they we had freaking a hundred people that worked 80 70 50 
When I left, we were closing the store with five people. It's a store and Roseville policy to not close with less than 10 people. 10 people aren't going to get murdered. Any less than that, a gunman's going to just kill you all. That's like statistically for stores like that. That's how it has to be done. Besides Chris, nobody here makes under $18 an hour, which I thought was during COVID. And I'll just say this on the podcast. I had to go through like a self revelation of like what I'm willing to pay you and what I'm willing to pay other people and say, okay, here's what's fair right now. The problem is this is going to then affect that. Cause I thought, okay, this will buy me time, get the store to a place where people will be consistent and reliable, but this is going to breed a problem down the line. Because if you have 10 people working, at $20 an hour, at some point, it has to then be a cost analysis where people's hours are going to get cut and people's feelings will get hurt. Mm It doesn't matter. It's not just for my business. It's for any business. If the cost doesn't go up in the value, but the cost goes up in employment, you have to reduce the employment. That's going to fuck a lot of people. We're not the only ones talking about this. Yeah. We're just the only ones vocal about it. So it's something else has to be done is my point. Because this, it's not going to work forever. You can't go up to $30, it's, it's, $40 an hour. These companies that take advantage of people make it worse for the smaller businesses. It hits harder. What if they put a law in place? Nobody can work past one year without some type of promotion or aggregate or bonus. You know what I mean? Then they just cycle people. Yeah. Oh, you're on your 360th day. Here's your year them. in review. You're fired. It would force them that if it hypothetically they got fired, then they get unemployment. We let you go for insufficient skill and in a job negligent. You could pin so much shit but on you people. You know how hard it is to fight that. Even on corporate sides, unemployment in California is favorable to the filer. Even people who file and cancel their filing still get fucking paid. They'd still try to, they'd still fight it. You get 40% of people to drop to their unemployment case. You've saved that much money. We tried to fight Andrews. Remember? Mm -hmm. Still paid. Notice in the mail the other day, actually. Hey, here's your card after a year and a half. Boom. For reference, somebody took family leave and then didn't need family leave. And it was like, oh, you know, I called him and started it, but didn't do it. And then, bam, still got paid after canceling. A year later, like, the fuck? But the idea is there's got to be something else they could do. or Because at this point, them raising the minimum wage keeps it out of their hands. And the government's like, well, it's not on us. You should be paying them more. And it paints a different picture. In reality, it's just costing the state more and more and more in the people's pockets. These fucking, what does the governor of California make a year? Dummy money. Income went up in year. So Newsom made 175 as governor in the first year, up from 151,000 as the lieutenant governor. The job he held for eight years. Who's the highest paid governor? In the U.S., two hundred and ten thousand currently. So his his went up. New York is two hundred twenty five thousand. Puerto Rico is seventy thousand. 
They don't even want to recognize Puerto Rico as a territory or state. Of course, they're going to pay him so little. It is so despicable that the focus now is income versus inflation. Mm -hmm. Especially on the business side. And it's not something that's affecting us right now. Sure, I pay more, but we just pay less people because I don't have six on staff anymore. So it was a, it just wasn't viable. And my, in my core, I was never, I was always the person when I was a kid getting jobs that my hours get cut 15 hours, six hours, two hours next week. The fuck? I even have you on it all. Be like, yeah. okay, well, you know, we're overstaffed this week. Don't need you. Instead of this two on four on six thing, doesn't matter. So what I do is you get, here's your hours every week on the week per perpetuity. And some people like it. Some people don't. Sometimes you guys need more time off. I understand. It is shitty when it's last minute. The problem being, if this goes up to over $20 minimum wage, then the only, and I was thinking about this last night, you got to have $27. If minimum wage is $20, it's got to be $7 more. Because at $10, it's like 13, 14 bucks. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So the, the value still got to be 25% more. 30% more and some, you know, you got to be above minimum wage for somebody who's at your capacity. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But still it's not enough. It's never going to be enough. It's never enough money. Cause if I was in the same shoes, I'd be pissed. So hypothetically somebody making $18 an hour and minimum wages weight raised to $18 an hour. It's like, fuck really? So then those people could turn around and bitch and then blame the employment, like the, the corporations. But maybe they've been dealing with this for years, thinking the same thing. Like, okay, we got a well-oiled machine, and then new laws came in, started fucking with things, started doing the same thing. So we can't give raises. So what if the corporations, for the bottom dollar, because everything breaks down to the bottom dollar, right? Mm -hmm. What if for the bottom dollar... This is why we all view the corporations like they're scum because they're not giving raises out. They do so much more predatory stuff oh, yeah. and anti-union and we didn't, they, they do so many things to take advantage of people. These exist as protections is from Amazon those companies. still doing the union buster stuff? They still no unions. Union's not allowed. First one is Starbucks. Pops up. Your Starbucks is very anti-union. Well, this is like a, two weeks ago. They allowed the union, but they're fighting them. They finally... Coffee companies have been using these delays as one of many union-busting tactics to present, prevent workers from exercising their right to organize. The longer it takes to create and agree on the contract with the company, the longer it will take for the union workers to actually enjoy the benefits of being in a union, and the more likely to movement will lose momentum. That's crazy. That's the, they price people out. You're not getting paid, you're not working. You, know, you can't fight the union. You'll do a job somewhere else or you'll go back to how it was. You're not bargaining in good faith. You're not bargaining. September 23rd to begin bargaining after being con contacted by Recode about bargaining delays. Starbucks responded to the union but failed to provide a date to meet. So far, union has not totally has filed a total of nearly 300 unfair labor practices practice charges against Starbucks. The NLRB has issued more than 20 complaints. These processes, however, are time-consuming, and the NLRB's 
remedies are hard to enforce. The union is trying a lot of other tactics to get Starbucks to bargain and eventually agree to contact contract. That's crazy. I didn't realize that Starbucks was so bad. I remember Starbucks being the go-to job when they started at a Dewey and and Madison. It was like everyone wanted the job because they paid twice as much. Yeah. Back then, minimum wage was like $8 an hour. And uh, boy, every kid wanted like $14 an hour starting, which was the highest then. It was stupid high. And it was next to this thing called Juice Zone because Starbucks, anytime you got something new, they're always going to have an exact opposite that like pops up or becomes the hip. Tries to be the thing against it. case, you got coffee. Now you got juice. Don't know why. You have Subway. Then you got Bogus. 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 You got pizza and then you got ice cream. I don't know why. Every time one pops up, the other pops up. I don't know if people drive around just looking like, okay, new pop up. Got to start something else. Put something there that's not it. Yeah, some guy's driving around in a Bugatti Chiron bald head, and he goes, you know what? As a man, I should throw another business in there with all my X amount of millions of dollars. I watched another Andrew Tate, the reason I'm bringing this up, video. He was on a, uh, a podcast defending himself. Apparently, he didn't even get a reason for his bands. Like, didn't get an email, nothing. They just removed him from Meta first. Then they removed him from uh, TikTok. And then, like, every other bank and processing from the English version of things. Mm-hmm. Uh, United States, Canada, Britain. Could you imagine them just being like, yeah, all your accounts are closed. Here's a check. Talk about erasing somebody from the internet. But if they give you a check, your money's dead to you. <laughs> Yeah, no bank, is, no bank is accepting you. He's going to have to go back to the UK. Well, no, you can cash it at that bank, but then they charge a fee if you don't hold an account. Yeah, I was uh, with Chase once with a business account, thirty, forty thousand in there, transacting, no chargebacks, no, uh, no BS, and they closed me. Said that I didn't hold a, or didn't uh, increase my balance, didn't like show growth. Um, and uh, I didn't know what to do. I just went and picked up my check. And they're like, oh, well, you can cash it at your new bank or we can cash it for you. And that's when they were taking like a percentage. Mm-hmm. And so it was up to a certain amount, but it was like 35 bucks for my 40 grand. Then I had to carry the money to my car. I was freaked the fuck out. I was like, I'm getting robbed. This is a giant setup. I've never been through this. Yeah. And they still <laughs> hit me up with all these Chase Signature Secure cards now asking if I want to come back. No, Chase. Fuck off. And now you're doing good for you yourself. You lost Samuel L. Jackson and me. Adios. They kicked Samuel L. Jackson? Yeah, because he was before the Capital One. He was one of their advertisers. I don't even remember that. That's from It was so long ago. Have you seen the Secret Wars um, trailer? No. Let me tell you who to blame. Blame the boy lying at your feet. His body oozing life through the hole in his stomach where the bullet tore him apart. Blame him for challenging you, for not looking away and for not backing down when you pulled out the gun. Blame your mother for bringing you into this world when she was but a kid herself and for dragging you up, not bringing you up. Blame society for not giving you hope. Blame your father for not being there, the man who looked after himself instead of looking after you. 
Blame the gun in your hand for making you a target, for making you more likely to be picked on. Blame the dead boy, blame your mother, blame society, blame your father, blame the gun, blame anyone but yourself for not being strong enough to put down the gun, to break the cycle. That's damn. God damn. So off track. And then a very funny video oh, starts after. Moves, yeah, it moves next. <laughs> Holy shit. Um, that's a powerful message. That that it, the, That's a random <laughs> random click on a YouTube video with Samuel L. Jackson. And uh Holy shit. Like that's 12 years ago. 12 fucking years ago. 2010 March. Twelve and a half years ago. I don't know what to say. That's crazy. Gun control, always a problem, of course. The other thing that happened was, of course, I'm going to bring up The Little Mermaid. Mm-hmm. Have you seen the, the sparks about it? Everybody hates that she's black. You know why? Because mermaids can't be black. I think it's because it's never been shown before. I, I Somebody had mentioned it on Twitter. I don't know if I can find the tweet, but it was not that Ariel, because technically there's no lore, right? It was that, it, why didn't they just say it? Why'd they wait to announce it? So you're getting a lot of shock and awe, and it would be one hell of a advertising plan to like intentionally stir up drama. But the, the woke-ass people who are like, this is the rings of power thing we've been talking about so much. They keep saying that there was racism about the color of the, the dwarves and the elves. Uh-huh. So I spent Monday night going over so many threads on Reddit, Twitter. I couldn't find anyone talking about how it wasn't accurate and that black people shouldn't be involved. They have thinly veiled versions of saying that, though. So they're saying it's not canon. Cool. But nobody's been saying that it's horrible because of it. Like, cool, it's not canon, but most shit is twisted for movies anyway. That, I would say, was blown out as like a a publicity stunt. People being nasty on the internet all about it, though. Well, once people started saying, we all stand together, Amazon releasing a statement saying it was just about racism, when it's purely bad reviews about a slow-starting story. Three picks it up. I will say props on three. Picks it up, makes it more interesting. Not to the degree that a billion-dollar show for one-fifth of its series should have done. It should have got you in like a captive hook in the first two episodes, especially releasing them together and being like, well, this is this is going to change Middle Earth. It's going to change everything. This is how it's going to be. Where's the hook? It was just drawn out. I found it all exciting. Being a, a person who's read the material, I would understand you already have the hook. I didn't have a hook. Nothing captivated me except for the drama online about like, oh shit, people are being racist. I didn't know there wasn't any elves that were black. Like, I didn't know there wasn't any dwarves that were black. Like, it doesn't really fucking matter. Everyone's going to migrate, right? I bet you a fucking dwarf fucked a a Harfoot sometime 60 years previous. There's all kinds of mixed shit. How does Golem happen? 
Gollum was a halfling twisted by dark magics. I'm just saying, Mommy probably dipped the toe into... He looked just like Frodo and Bilbo, and then was twisted by the the dark influences of the... Yeah, but I'm saying, like, (laughs) he could have been a little inbred, too. Um, The mermaid shit, though, first thing I saw online was people trying to twist the CGI to make her look white. Mm -hmm. Obvious racism. Like fucking first thing going on twitter clean and clear whitewashing dude it was really good vfx work where you wouldn't even have known that hallie bear great technology great work great work racist but the amount of time this man then said oh with an a6000 in 24 hours i'll make the whole movie and the first day after it comes out he'll have it fixed in eight hours what the fuck yeah why even put your hand on that like, oh, this is a bit racist. I'm gonna like, I'm just gonna leave it here. He's trying to show off his technology, like, but it's racist, dude. So, like, that amount of evidence on the Little Mermaid will pop up a picture is just crazy to try and be like, you know what? Hold on, let me push this narrative even more. So, there's obvious racism with the the hatred of Halle Berry's Little Mermaid. Is that Halle Berry? It's Halle. Berry, which is like a different, I don't, yeah, it's a different Halle Berry. I was like, her name's Halle Berry. But it's, my wife had said something about her hair. And like, oh, my hair would probably clump up in the water and look similar to dreads anyway. So it might be more historically accurate. It might need a little more melatonin because the reflection from UV rays, et cetera. Great. Melanin. Melanin. Yeah, sorry. Um, Drugging my kids with melatonin. Yeah, melatonin sleep. Melanin's the pigmenty thing. I was just thinking, yeah. My point being, there's a a scientific reason, sure. First thing I thought of was like, okay, cool, twist. At least they're not doing the Aladdin bullshit where they tried to force, you know, everyone's got to be authentic, et cetera, the genie they twisted. That's still, that's not inherently bad. Trying to keep it accurate, trying to keep it with the ethnicity from the the source material. Aladdin, Jasmine wasn't pure enough for the puritists so i don't know if you remember back in 2018 when it was released everyone hated jasmine because she was not dark enough the actress was not dark enough for people but then that's racist on the other side of things there's no other side it's some form of discrimination from the other side if you're trying to say someone isn't far enough into a particular ethnicity but they born raised you know from that country i don't know yeah so um John Leguizamo had bashed James Franco saying that it was cultural appropriation for him to play Fidel Castro. James Franco of Spanish and Portuguese descent. Mm -hmm. Fidel's Cuban, so. No. Fidel wasn't Cuban. Fidel's not Cuban? No. How do you rule Cuba? He was a dictator. And what what do you do? He was of Spanish descent. And he had fucking has a striking resemblance. Well, he's Spanish for him. Like, okay. So he has a striking resemblance to James Franco. So if you look at them side by side, I'll put up a picture. You would say, okay, he could play him. He can act. We know his acting difference. You can put that in there. God, James Franco's getting old. Dude, right? Look at them. You've seen for the photo. You can play that role. It might be a good fit. 
But of all people, I didn't think John Leguizamo would be so, how do I word this nicely? Stupid. To not at least hit Google and find out, oh shit, they look alike. Maybe it's a good role. Maybe, okay. Maybe he had this like overdrawn portrait in his head the same way everyone does with the little mermaid, you uh-huh. know, little redheaded white girl. And we really don't know because, A, wasn't it drawn in black, black and white? I, I don't remember. Little Mermaid is actually a self-insert story about a man yearning to love another man, if you want to go far enough back. It has nothing to do with we'll any... We'll get into that. Yeah, <laughs> nothing to do with any any race, any hardly even mermaids at all. Shapeshifters in, in general, it, it could be any gender, right? Um, but John Leguizamo really pissed me off. I had a lot of respect for him as a comedian and an actor until I saw him in my deep dive on Monday, bashing that it's cultural appropriation, that he shouldn't be, that it should have been given to a Cuban actor. And I'm like, you motherfucker. Cultural appropriation is more, you do a song and you put a bunch of Japanese girls in there and you do huge like Harajuku theme and it has nothing to do with the culture, nothing to do with that at all. Picking a guy who looks like Fidel Castro to pay Fidel Castro. Sure, he could have found a Cuban actor. I, I think I it was just know. stupidity where he didn't know that Fidel Castro was just a wealthy Spanish man. I didn't know he was just, he's literally, first thing, Fidel Castro, uh, born in Brian Oriente, the son of a wealthy Spanish farmer. Uh, and then it talks about, you know, how he, like, it, wealthy Spanish guy. Yeah. So, my point being, James Franco's the best, like, closest when I was looking at it, I was like, damn, he does look... The little side-by-side pictures, he looks like a 10-year younger Fidel Castro. Right? Yeah. It's it's stupid. And that's probably the best, especially with somebody with fucking Franco's range, from comedy to drama to daytime soap operas. That man has played everything. Mm-hmm. Sure, there's accusations. He may not be the best person. But everything else lines up. So I'm like, okay, he's probably the best to play this role. And as a director, if I was doing the biopic for Fidel Castro... I might say, you know what, Franco, you might be the one. Let's see if we can polish this. But then when it came to The Little Mermaid, I'm like, what's the fucking problem with having an African-American girl sing and dance or sing and swim in this movie? Part of the ocean is she really from? Does it matter? It's the fucking ocean. Yeah. It's not. Why isn't she a crab person? Yeah, there's no race. There's no culture. There's nobody that can align its fiction. It's like saying an alien has to be a gray person or a green person. Aliens aren't even probably humanoid. Who fucking knows? Get my point? So it's so dumb to bash it over her being black. I'm definitely with that. I was disappointed that Will Smith was genie. Well, that's Will Smith is genie. <laughs> I think of Robin yeah, he, Williams. He's filling too, too big a shoes. Too big a shoes. Also, he should have been blue the whole time. You know what I mean? Until the flash where he like shape shifted should have been blue the whole fucking time. Well, he genie was blue except for when he turned into the people. So then that's what if he wasn't the mimicking a person. Exactly. So it should have been accurate there, but to try and place Will Smith because he was like hot at the time with like the YouTube and stuff. Really? He's just a 50 something year old cuck. I can't um, think of anybody who'd be close enough to play genie, but it's still, you could have Bill Mayer. Bill Mayer would have been better. If Robin Williams is at 10, the next closest person is probably a six at best. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it would have been funny to see John Colbert, though. You know. I'm trying to think of who else would be funny as a genie. 
I'm a, my go-to pick is they could get Danny DeVito to do it. Dude, uh, Jack Black. Jack Black, too. Oh my God. Get Jack Black and Genie. Jack Black would be a seven. <laughs> Not a six and a half. And someone did a podcast episode on it. Where? The Jack Black is the Genie live action, and it's from a, a podcast. Two years ago, yeah. yeah. You know, Aladdin, I would go with Jack Black. That would have been fantastic yeah. i wonder if he was well, i left him a comment hopefully that helps to their three two subscribers three subscribers they, from 2020 yeah they have stopped we do long form content we do short form content we do it all if you want to check it out on our instagram we got a twitter if you want to follow me sometimes i put some shit out there my instagram is probably where i put the most content you'll get some behind the scenes you'll get some of the good content the bad content the me driving back from office max going what the fuck did that crackhead say but that's a little bit of everything so we'll pop up the links here and we'll go from there but so it's not just me i think jack black would probably be the second in my and opinion. like they said there wasn't enough zany robin williams was all over that place i needed somebody bouncing around and playing a, a funny role i needed the relief mm-hmm. and will smith didn't give me the relief because the all those movies you have a certain cast of characters and you got the zany one they all got mm-hmm. the crazy person especially in the 90s you always had the slapstick comic relief Sometimes they sucked. Sometimes they were great. They broke up the tenseness friend, of the movie. That friend or somebody who was like popped in the door and went, oh, you know, uh, uh, Kramer, yeah, Kramer. Yeah. yeah, they always wild card. Somebody, and especially as as a, uh, there has got to be somebody doing studies behind the scenes. Goes okay, the weight of the action in this scene is too big. Now, but if somebody comes in and light, lets off like a light fart and goes, oh, sorry, you're really hiding in the corner or whatever, something funny. There you go. And it lets off the tension. The, in the, room. the mob boss meeting. And then in the corner, you just hear that. Yeah. And they're exactly. like, Gassy Tony, did you have pizza today? And he's or, like, or oh, somebody's sorry, hiding because he wasn't supposed to be in the meeting. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, he's, they all pull up. You, you bugging me? You bugging me? No, nah, you bugging. You know, <laughs> And that's when the couch farts again and then they all point their guns at the couch yeah they'll blow it up kind of like that mafia movie god good old times but yet again i will see the movie my kids love the little mermaid not a point of race on that movie did i see a problem with i saw the problem of them only releasing like what was it 30 seconds of footage mm-hmm. and i was like eh, it's kind of dark hopefully they brighten up the scenes um it's and all then, accurate ocean lighting it's <laughs> it so dark. so dark it's so dark time. yeah <laughs> um it wasn't like there was this fictitious brightness like the little mermaid you would expect it's all very bright very sunny very very colorful yeah so that's why i was like okay you need to brighten it up a little not super accurate because you want kids to see it but then when i when i did this dive on monday i was like you know fuck it i'm gonna look because I kept seeing people like, where's the proof? Where's the proof for the Lord of the Rings? I could not find anything pre the bullshit run from Amazon of people being like, well, you know, technically Lord of the Rings wasn't this or technically that. And the Elijah um, Wood and all those guys coming out saying we stand together. It's so politically placed to avoid the negative reviews. They still to this day only have so many reviews that they'll allow up. They're like reviewing them before they go up. Only 4,000 reviews? How many people are talking about this? Episode one, 
had 25 million views. Episode two, 21 and a half million. Episode three, like 16 million. They're getting less than a percent of a percent on return. Dude, yeah, it's crazy. It is absolutely bad shit. And it's still- I I did my review. Very nice. Four stars, you know, talked about things I did and didn't like about it. Amazon said thank you for your review, and then I got an email that was like your email, your your, your review's gone. Sorry, but yeah. So I can't review it, and so when you go to see all reviews, it says okay, one star right here, twenty eight percent one star, forty nine percent five star. And if you go to, did I ever tell you I I may have mentioned it in a short, but uh, Amazon owns IMDb. Do they? Huh. Yeah. They pull the reviews Rotten from there tomatoes. Too. Rotten Tomatoes is owned by Warner Brothers, which owns HBO Max. Still at an audience score of 39%. Still. Yeah. So if you go to, what is it, Fandango? That's also Fandango's HBO. Fandango's another one. Owned by HBO. And then HBO Max and Warner Brothers, Time Warner, NBC, they own all that. But Amazon owns, uh, what is it, Mojo, and a bunch of others that are also like YouTube reviewers. Mm-hmm. The ones that are backed by Mojo are some of the biggest review channels, like 13, 15 million followers, giving five-star reviews to the Rings of Power. So it's nuts that if they got just like, okay, the story is shitty, really slow at the beginning, and they had a... 80% or higher dislike rate. The company wasted a billion dollars on this project. There is no way they'll let it fail. I personally believe it was a good move to shift it to race. If that was the case, if they had to choose something, this gets more people involved in it, more of a movement behind it. And I think it was very tactical the way that they turned off the reviews so people couldn't say anything in the reviews. There's still no reviews that say anything about race. And they still won't let people who, like I put two and a half stars. I have no review up on any, I've watched them twice, still can't review it. There's no 72 hour hold anymore. You can immediately review it tomorrow when it comes out. I'll be able to review it tomorrow night. Still. Uh, You didn't watch the entirety of the credits. You're disqualified. You can't review it. I'm so sorry I did. Because I always look for end credit scenes or little sneak peeks. And I was hoping. Wait, you, you, skipped, episode you skipped three, a little bit? Nope. I watched. The missing 14 seconds? Ruined. I wanted to see a statement at the end on episode three. So I watched it diligently for a statement. I just wanted like, we stand together or some of the bullshit for this narrative that they put out that isn't factual. Funny story for another time. But the... Uh, I was in Korea. I got an award for being on the QRF and, you know, doing something cool. Um, but I think that'll be it for today. Goes to show the world is not always for you. The media is not always for you. Some shit is bad. Some shit is good. Take everything with a grain of salt and think at it from all angles, especially if you're in business. You ever watch this and you're, you're going through some shit, all angles. The media is here to be funny and provide entertainment, but it's also here to kind of control you. Fox News is so good for clips. You take 15 seconds of any segment and you'll find somebody either picking their nose, taking a fart, or taking the piss out of some political candidate in a way that would get them canceled if you cut that 15 seconds out. There's always something funny, but never for consumption. 
it's like, you know, what is it? Uh, they say acid is only good for a trip, not, not a long one, but a short one. Uh-huh. Yeah. All right, everybody. We appreciate it. Hit the bell, subscribe, share it. We'll see you later.